Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. This is Tara Gleason. I'm the producer, and this week I will also be your host. Before we begin, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this week's podcast. All of us here at For the Sake of the Child podcast would like to thank the West Point Spouses Club providing the funds to make today's podcast possible. We appreciate your generous support that not only allows us to provide great information and resources, but also build connection through shared stories and experiences. Thank you again for making a difference in the lives of military children. Welcome back, everyone. If you joined us last week, you heard from an extraordinary military kid, Avalon, about going to boarding school. And you got a sneak peek of this week's interview with her mom, Tina. So sit back and join us for a conversation as Tina shares insight from a parent's perspective on boarding school. Thank you for sharing your perspective on the decision for Avalon to attend boarding school with all of our listeners. So as a parent, did you always think your child would go to boarding school or how did this all come about from your perspective? Oh my goodness. No, I never really thought about boarding school. I mean, I grew up in in the South and kind of where I'm from, that was either bad kids or kids who had a lot of money. So it was, it never really crossed my mind at all. So it was a little shocking that this even came up in our conversation. So what made you decide that it was actually an option? Is there a turning point somewhere? Well, there was, and we'd been moving around so much and just due to how things had worked, we'd moved truly every year. And um, it had been a really rough transition. And I've worked with kids for a large portion of my life. And it was those middle school years that we were moving Avalon so much. And those are hard anyway. So she hit her eighth grade year and she was at this really, it was a magnet school. It was really interesting. And in the military, you know, we like to embrace everything that's in the community. So we were checking everything out and they had this seminar. They invited the parents to come and there was gonna be this presentation. We didn't know what it was. We had no idea. And we get in the cafeteria and this person stands up and starts talking about this boarding school. We didn't even know that's what we were going to be talking about. And it was just amazing to hear the thought. And I just remember when we left, Avalon turned around and looked at me and she's like, oh my gosh, I could go to the same school. Because we'd already been talking about multiple high schools and and how to get into college. Because, you, you know, getting into leadership, doing clubs, doing sports. And I've been always trying to encourage her to get involved in those things. And all of a sudden the light bulb went off that regardless of where the military took us, she could have the opportunity to stay in the same school for years with that safety of feeling like she could truly do that than having to worry about, oh my gosh, at the last minute, we're moving. Because you know, the military, you never know what's gonna happen. And there's always that what if. So it was that stability that I think, and all of a sudden I just remember driving home thinking, wow, that may actually be an option that would work for her. 
for parents who are considering this option, what should they be looking for in a boarding school or what tools or resources? So it sounds like this particular school came to you, but I'm certain because I know you that you also did your research too. So what tools can people use to know that this is a solid choice for their student? There are a lot of resources out there. I mean, just, you know, Google is my friend. Just get out there and put in keywords. But once we started, like I said, we hadn't even thought boarding school. So that opened up a whole rabbit hole of places to go and get into the internet and looking at. And so I was looking at niche. I started looking at all these boarding school websites. And this school in particular has been around a really long time and they have this great reputation. And there was a lot that really kind of fit our needs. So once we did that. It really wasn't like we were in the boarding school market. There was a lot there with the school that really appealed to Avalon. She kind of knew that's where she wanted to go, so we just kind of did our homework and made sure that school was reputable. It was who they said they were, because you don't know. You just sit in with a presentation. You don't know, and so we did our homework and found out exactly what it was. So I would just encourage people to find out what the passion of your child is, because you know your child. And I knew my daughter, and that's what a lot of people have given me flack about my daughter going to boarding school. And I'm like, but you don't know my daughter the way that I do. She is very independent. There's things that she wants in her life. She also is somewhat introverted. So even getting involved in a school that first year is always difficult for her. So that was where it really took me knowing my daughter. Like every parent, you know your child. You know what their strengths are. You know what their weaknesses are. And I was looking at that boarding school, and it really fed to her strength. But it also, the things that I know were her weaknesses, I saw where it had safeguards around those weaknesses that I knew she was going to be safe there, but I knew that she, it would give her opportunities that I could not. And that was where I had to make that very, very hard decision as a parent of, I wanted her home. I did not. She is my one and only, and I don't want to miss prom. I wanted to do football games. I wanted to be there for the first date, and I knew I was going to have to give up all those amazing high school memories or thoughts, but those were all things that were rooted in what I wanted, and when I looked at her and what she wanted to do with her life and how she's wired and made and her passions and her strengths, I was like, you know what, this is an opportunity that I at least give her one year. And that's what I told her. And that's what we've done even this year. We've had some rough spots, both of us back and forth. And I'm like, you know what, it's just one year right now. And if it goes, then we'll do it for the next year and the following year. So that's kind of how we took it and how I researched it and determined it was a good fit for what we were doing. Do you think that being military connected played a factor all during the admission process, especially as schools like this sometimes consider diversity? Do you think that played any part? Absolutely. Matter of fact, when we had the presentation, it was actually an admissions rep that came in and she'd worked at the school 32 years and I went to her. And of course, with any parent, I mean, we've always done public education. I not into paying for the school, you know, when you can have a public education. That's just where I'm at, and everybody has different thoughts on that. But that's where I was at before this. And so I went up to him, and I was like, um, you know, I don't know how much school costs, but, you know, because it sounds very expensive. And I was like, you know, we're military. And she just looked at me, she goes, oh, my goodness, we love the military. Military kids are so resilient. They have a strength to them. And she said they've had several military come through, and they're glad to have each and every one. And I do think that they, um, matter of fact, this admissions rep stayed with us for two years. And really, we got to know her very well. 
And she really saw a lot in Avalon, and she just thought that even being military added a lot to her ability to adjust to boarding school and to do well and to be a leader. She's really seen her to be a leader and felt like she would do real well. So you brought this up in your conversation there. Can we address the cost of a highly selective elite private boarding school? If other parents are like me, this is the first thing that came to mind when I think of this school option. So how is your family, your military family, just like the rest of us, how, how have you managed it? Or can you share if there were scholarships or financial aid options that were particularly helpful in this situation? Absolutely, because that was my big thing is I, we're not paying for this. You know, this may sound great, but we're not going to pay. And that was where the admissions rep said that a lot of these schools, now her school in particular, they have a very large endowment. And a lot of these boarding schools are about their reputation now. And so they pick the students that they want. And if your student has the qualities that they're looking for, they're willing to fund. And so we applied for a scholarship. And that was kind of the understanding too with Avalon was like, we'll apply because it's really expensive. And I was like, it's gonna depend on funding. And my husband and I sat down and we had a budget, okay. Because we were looking at the long-term, what this, this is gonna help her get into a college that she's, Avalon's always wanted to go Ivy League. And this boarding school really kind of works in that Ivy League circle. And so that's where we saw that benefit. We were willing to put forth and we had a budget of what we could maybe pay every year, realizing that she would probably get into a school with scholarships for college. So it would help offset some of the college costs. And so uh, when she found out she was accepted, we were waiting for the financial aid letter. And when we got the financial aid letter, they're picking up 95% of her schooling in addition to apply, to giving her other things along the way. And they told us they really, when a boarding school like these, when they find the quality of the student they want, they're going to make a way for that student to be there. That's really reassuring and surprising. Like I think that's going to be very eye-opening to other parents. So thank you so much for being transparent about that. I really do appreciate it. So military mm -hmm. children attending boarding school, we know that this is a common practice overseas for military families, but it isn't necessarily the norm here in the States at the moment. So Avalon's actually the first military kid that I've met that's actually chosen to go this route. Would you recommend boarding school as a good option for other military students? I really do. I think if you know your child, if your child is truly independent and you feel that this is going to be something that's going to set them up for success, later on. These high school years are so important and being able to be in the same place. And sometimes we know when you look at that military member's career, you know you're going to have to go to training, you're going to have to go to school, you're going to have to take on certain jobs and you realize the cost that is on your family. I mean, that's where military kids pay the price. And that's where some of these kids, I think going to the four-year stable boarding school or even like my daughter for three years, we know that she'll be there I think it can make a difference for the for the child, but it also really helped my husband out because he's the military member and it helped him know no matter where he went, what job he took, he knew that her education was going to be okay. Because a lot of times military members are now making a decision based on their kids schooling and it kind of freed him up to do what it was that he thought was right for his career without having to worry about her. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think you're right. More and more are geobatching now so that their children can have more educational opportunities. So that's an excellent point. So from your yeah. viewpoint now as the parent, 
what have been the advantages and the disadvantages? And I think you've spoken a little bit to knowing that you were going to have to give up some of those high school type opportunities alongside her, but can you expand on the advantages and disadvantages? Absolutely. The advantages, she is very independent, and I think she's really learning how to be independent, which she's, trust me, she's been independent since she was little, and this is very much who she is, but it's also allowing her to kind of be on her own with the training wheels still on, because there is a lot of oversight at the boarding school where she's at. So, I, you know, there are some are those advantages, I think, of her being able to be independent, but under a watchful eye. Um, it's also helped our relationship, kind of like we've talked about. You know, especially, I think every parent, when you get a teen, and she and I are a lot alike too, we tend to clash, I tend to nag, let's clean the room, let's do this. And it, when, her, when she's here, our time is now, we know, it's almost like when your military member is deployed or something and they get R&R, you know you only have 15 days, so you don't fight, you don't go over all that. It's like, wow, we're really going to enjoy this moment. And that's what we have more of. So I think our relationship has really grown. I still, uh, you know, I'm, I still sit here and think I'm going to miss prom, I'm going to miss all these things. But I'll tell you, we've had some amazing memories, and especially with technology. She calls me, she sends me pictures, we FaceTime. And I think we're having, I would rather have the depth of the relationship that she and I have right now than prom, first date, football games, and all that, because it's just a really, really great richness to the relationship that we've had now that we kind of, she's able to do her thing, and I'm over here watching her and being a proud mom. So you might have already addressed this in some of your other conversations, but what has been the hardest thing about having her away from home at boarding school and then the best thing? The hardest thing has been letting go. That's very hard not knowing exactly what else going on. Um, if I can't reach her, I worry. And I think that was definitely in the beginning, the adjustment. I, you know, I wanted to hear all these different things. I'm mom, you know, we used to write home from school every day and I'd hear about the day at school. She's in this brand new thing. I want to go through it with her. I want to hear all these cool things. Well, she's super busy and got her own life. And, you know, it's kind of down to the point that the only time I hear from her is when things aren't going well. So I had to learn that balance of, those conversations to where she wasn't having a good day were offset with the good days that I just really wasn't hearing about so much. So that's kind of been the disadvantage. Sometimes the healthcare, TRICARE, love TRICARE, but boarding school kind of has their only way they do healthcare. So we had a situation, I was like, wait, I got to call TRICARE. They're not big in this area where she's at. Those are some challenges. Those are some of the disadvantages, you know, not being able to see her every day or if something happens, not being able to wrap my arms around her and look in her eyes and know that it's going to be okay and kind of have to reach out to the community, her house mom or somebody else to make sure she's okay. Those have been the harder moments and the disadvantages, but I know I've kind of talked about the advantages too. Our relationship is a lot deeper and stronger and she's grown up to be an amazing young lady and I love it that she's now still young and she's making all these great decisions and she's grown up to be a great young lady. I'm going to ask you the same thing that I asked Avalon. Do you have any final stories that you'd like to share? Or maybe is there something you wished you knew when you started this process? Probably the, my final thought, I guess, for military kids is Avalon is, is a little bit on the introverted side and, and the friendships and moving every year, that's hard, especially kids when they're going through those middle school years. And, and she's made some good friends along the way and she still talks to them. But now that she's been home for an extended period of time, I see this relationship that she's made 
is really a lot stronger than any of the other relationships she's had. And I think that comes from they're really doing life together. They're more like sisters. They're in the same place. They're experiencing all that. And I mean, she's FaceTiming her friends now. She's laughing. She's joyful. She's confident. And that's probably my biggest thing is here that now that they're living together and doing this life, it's kind of like us. If you went to college, you kind of had all these experiences with, with your college friends because you were doing things out on your own and building memories. And so that's kind of my final thought is that the relationships that she's made, I think, are going to be strong and last a lifetime. Tina, thank you so much for chatting with me today and for sharing your stories with our listeners. And thank you to all our listeners for joining us. And be sure to come back next week to hear more stories that impact our military-connected kids. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.